0: The hard shoulder
1: on Newstalk
0: with Nissan subscribe and drive. No deposit, no compromise, no fuss. Find out more at Nissan.ie.
1: Welcome back to the Hard Shoulder Kieran Cuthie coming to you live from News Talk's Cork Studios Here on the South Val in the city Sarah Madden from Newstalk Breakfast Darren Cleary from Go Loud Selects The pod couple are with me as they are this time every Thursday With another recommendation I, I have to admit something straight off the bat here folks Oh. Uh, the Murdoch Murders is the name of this week's podcast it is not the name of the podcast I listened to in preparation for,
2: <laughs> for this week's
1: conversation. He has studied so on the wrong
2: material. He's studied the wrong yes. book.
1: Um Yeah, I I, I, I thought Yates was coming up, but they asked about Healy instead. Um, <laughs> I listened to the Murdoch family murders. Because this is, before we get into it, you know, there's a few podcasts and a few kind of true crime series have done specials on this family that we're about to talk about so anyway I listened to some of the wrong podcasts and I thought to myself Sarah and Darren have lost the plot if they think we are going to recommend this (laughs) on the show today it was absolutely rubbish not so what we're actually talking about Murdoch murders Sarah what's it about?
0: So the Murdoch Murders podcast is about the Murdoch family. The Murdoch <laughs> family were this um, dynasty uh, who sort of ruled the roost in a small town in South Carolina for about 100 years. And their downfall began in 2019 when the intoxicated heir apparent to the dynasty crashed his father's boat, which led to the death of a local teenage girl. And that sort of begins the unravelling of kind of a collection of Murdoch cover ups and conspiracy and an implosion of the family as we know it. I actually have a very quick clip um, that will give us a good insight into what's transpired after that crash in 2019. I don't know who killed Paul Murdoch. I don't know who killed Maggie Murdoch. <laughs> I don't know who killed Stephen Smith. The rumors just going around Hampton that everybody keeps coming up to me and saying it's smart, I I don't know what happened to Gloria Satterfield. What's going on out there? Uh, my housekeeper has fallen and her head is bleeding. I cannot get her up. But I think I know who killed Mallory Beach. And what started out as an investigation into her death snowballed into what's shaping up to be one of the biggest crime stories of the century. With one man in the middle of it all.
1: You all know Alec Murdoch? That's his son. So good. Good luck.
0: So today in 2021, the Murdoch family patriarch, Alec Murdoch, is facing seven criminal investigations into fraud, double homicide of his wife and son, 2015 murder of Stephen Smith, a suicide for hire plot, insurance scheme, drug trafficking operations. It's a real true crime saga for the ages.
1: Uh, and what uh, what makes it unique, Darren? I think it's just how ridiculous
2: the story is. It starts at a there's a very simple point of this horrific tragedy where there's a boating under the influence of a rich and powerful man's son, which who ironically took the boat to avoid driving under the influence and being stopped by the police. Uh, a poor girl who happens to be a passenger in the boat uh, sadly drowns and loses her life. And then it spawns from there. It begins with that one death at the hands of Paul Murdoch, who's driving the boat. Not long after that, while awaiting any kind of criminal investigation, Paul Murdoch turns up dead, along with his mother. He's discovered by his his father, and um, and not long after that, the father is discovered shot. And it appears that it was um it was it was a murder, an attempted murder. He survives it. And then he is implicated on a murder-for-hire charge. So all of these things unravel very quickly. There's no spoilers here. This all happens at quite a frenetic pace in the podcast. And it's the the endless weaving and ducking and diving that makes this a really mm. compelling listen. Because you just don't know what's going to happen next. And you think you've reached your threshold of bat-crazy stuff that will happen. And then something else happens that you just don't see coming. It's a... Uh, it's fascinating.
1: And Sarah, I mean, when Darren says we don't see it coming, is that because of how the narrator has, has weaved it all together? Or, I mean, does, does some of this stuff happen while the podcast is being recorded?
0: Yeah. So that's sort of the difference between this true crime podcast and a lot of the other ones we've covered and have probably listened to in the past. So... um I've kind of described myself as a true crime fanatic and I've actually been on a bit of a cleanse over the last while. You know, I'm off the booze, I'm off the carbs, I'm off the murders. And that was probably a good thing. So I came into this with sort of less comparison, less expectations, because the good thing about this is that it none of it's retrospective. You know, every episode is made in real time as the events occur, as the evidence comes to light, as new crimes are being committed, um, like it's as unbelievable as it is sort of complicated it's the first podcast I've ever listened to where I've actually had to studiously take notes while I was listening to it. Um, yeah, I had one of those
2: murder wall charts yeah, you know, where you get completely. the strings and the. now this person's dead and it was this person's wall.
0: Yeah, yeah. It's real like beautiful mind stuff going on. The, um, the girl who presents it is called Mandy Martin and she said putting it together was like putting a puzzle together in a hurricane. You know, so it's a brilliant one if you're sort of like an amateur sleuth because you get real insight into sort of how investigative journalists sort of work um, and you can mm-hmm. try and put things together yourself. But high criticism for the actual journalist who does it. Ugh. The problem with this podcast is that there she's is... She's am- It's like, oh, okay, I'm a consummate feminist. I don't want to bring a girl down. But she says it herself. She's like, you know, I'm a journalist. I'm not a podcaster. And I'm like, I'm pretty sure you can be both. She's a terrible vocal fry. She's. It's sort of like hearing true crime through the voice of Paris Hilton. There's no production value whatsoever. She's just really lucky that the crimes that she's covering are gripping and gruesome enough to keep the listener around. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, she a, was
1: really saved by that shot man shot in the head halfway yeah, through yeah, the yeah. series. Uh, Darren, do you share your the concerns about uh the, the host?
2: I feel a little bit bad now for, for Mandy because she's not your usual Woodward or Bernstein, but she lives the journal gimmick really well, which is she sees this powerful family that all other journalists have avoided for fear of um for fear of antagonizing rich and powerful people. And she's just gone with it anyway. And she does it in a way where She's not your traditional investigative journalist. She doesn't walk like one, talk like one, or quack like one because she has long rambling monologues about how people leave bad reviews on her podcast and people slag the way she talks. Oh,
0: Crime a river, like
2: it's she's a she's an interesting character, but she's quite compelling, and her force of will to just get to the bottom of it um, has mm. made her central to this story. Like you won't see a TV special, and there will be many of them from this point in the United States and in Europe about this case that won't include her because she's been so central to to unraveling and unspooling
1: what's actually going on here
0: yeah she is a bit of an Admiral,
1: admiral but annoying is that what we're going with
0: definitely. She's a bit of an Erin Brockovich character and I have to give it to her in that sense and to be fair to her, there's a real kind of Scooby-Doo sense about this whole thing like, I get the impression that the Murdochs probably would have gotten away with it if it wasn't for those pesky meddling Mandy Murdoch and all the rest of it.
2: I'm going to play a clip now of Mandy because one one of her kind of MO tools that she will use very often is she will make a statement about the crime and she will say I know who murders this person or I don't know who murdered that person and it's done in such a ramble and such a stream of consciousness, it's like she almost forgets she's recording a podcast. So take a listen.
0: Two weeks after Alec Murdoch appeared injury free at his bond hearing in a suicide for hire scheme, one big question remains in the made for Hollywood Murdoch murder saga. Was Alec Murdoch actually shot? The disgraced attorney appeared without a scratch at his Hampton County bond hearing 13 days after the alleged shooting, raising major questions about everything we heard from Murdoch's attorneys, Jim Griffin and Dick Arpulian this month. Is he actually in rehab? Was he ever shot? Where did all of his money go? Did he really have a drug problem? And what are they trying to distract us from?
2: I just love all her questions. She's just thinking out loud on her podcast yeah. and it's compelling it's, to listen to.
1: It, it, are there too many episodes? I, like, I like things to be nice and truncated. You know, 10, 12 episodes. Um, how many are there in this? I lost count. I
0: think so far there's 28. And I say so far because obviously the, the I think the case is in front of the courts Oof. at the moment. Yeah, like... To be honest, if you really enjoy Schadenfreude, if you love seeing people in high places fall, if you want to get to grips with what it is to be an investigative reporter, if you're kind of a bit of a Horatio Kane, you'll love it. Otherwise, maybe wait for the Netflix special.
1: All right. Well, if, 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 people, if people like the sound of this type of thing, but we've turned them off because of the number of episodes and our criticism of Mandy, what else could they listen to, Darren?
2: Oh, a good true crime, we're going to do it in a few weeks' time, so no harm to have a bit of a book club vibe, but Gladiator Mm -hmm. has that same kind of story where it starts in one place, it's about an American football player who, you know, he's a Super Bowl winning player with the Patriots, he has it everything, he's the multi-billion dollar contracts, and then he's implicated in a murder, and then he's implicated in the cover-up of a double murder, and it just unspools in that same way. So we're actually going to review it in a few weeks' time, no harm for the listener to get ahead of that by uh, listening to it ahead of time. It's Aaron Hernandez, right.
1: Gladiator. Gladiator, uh, mm. the story of Aaron Hernandez. Uh, Sarah?
0: Well, if you like seeing trusted figures exposed as criminals, then Dr. Death is a great one. It's sort of true crime mm. meets medical negligence. So it's kind of like harrowing and haunting and sort of horrifically addictive, especially season two, which is about this oncologist who is convicted for prescribing chemotherapy to patients who either didn't need it or didn't have cancer at all. So it's all about kind of like money laundering, conspiracy, pay and pays and kickbacks. It's a great listen.
1: All right, Dr. Death and Gladiator. Uh, Murdoch Murders, for people who are wondering, it's M U R D O U G H. That's mm-hmm. how say, spell Murdoch, and not like uh, Rupert and Co. Uh, Murdoch Murders. Uh, Sarah Madden from New South Breakfast, Darren Cleary from Go Loud Selects, the pod couple. They will be back at the same time next week. Thank you very much, folks.